My name is Cassie. I can't tell you my last name. I wish I could, honestly. And I can't tell you what town I live in, or even which state. If the Yurks ever figure out who we are, it'd be over. And not just for my friends and I, for the whole human race. There are times when being an Animorph is really traumatic. But sometimes, even in the midst of this war, it's important for us to take time to remind ourselves what makes us human. Or alien. Or... Hawk. And that's why the six of us ended up on our way to a fancy boy band date at a big, expensive restaurant downtown. The boys are chasing a helicopter. Talk to me. Yo. uh, Sorry, I have one question for you both because I didn't predetermine uh, exactly where the helicopter is going. Where do you think this helicopter is headed? It's going to be an entrance to a yurt pool. Maybe it's the one that you just attacked, but where is it? I think it's definitely the one that we just attacked. Um, And I. Go ahead. When you originally said your, uh, helicopter, I thought Visser 3 might be on there. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. He likes to arrive in style, and he likes to announce himself. <laughs> You've right. been a lot louder. This is grunt work, too. Uh, yeah. So, I, th- I think if it's okay with everyone, I think that this particular pool is... I feel like there's a movie theater, and I feel like it's in a strip mall that's like in the middle of being changed out with new businesses. So there's like an under construction um, shop front next to this theater. And the only reason why nobody investigated what was happening is because they either assumed there was construction going on or it was a movie making a lot of noise the next like place over. So that's like that empty storefront is where like the back room is where this pool is. Okay. So I think the helicopter is probably headed to the roof of the movie theater okay. because there will be an entrance and stairs to take them down, like enough space for the helicopter to just hang out there. Um, it's obvious that is not the final destination of the band, but they are all exiting. What's up? So I think this movie theater has like an exclusive meet and greet before the concert later this week. Oh, so there's a boy. line out the door of the movie theater. Absolutely. Con- All you hear is movie. screaming girls yeah. from the street. Yes. Nope. Um, Jake, I got a couple thoughts. Hit me with those thoughts, bud. Most of the controllers that we have met have not like, they don't engage socially the way that we would normally expect people to. Right. I don't think those dudes are controllers yet, but if I were an evil alien, this is exactly where I would plan to make my boy band controllers. I think those girls outside are probably going to turn into some too. Or they already are controllers and they're about to like mess these boys up in a major way. I mean, couldn't happen to a nicer group of guys, but (laughs) I also don't want that on my conscience. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think we need to do something about this. If you don't mind, I got a plan. Hit me with those spicy details. <laughs> uh, this is this is an oldie but a goodie, Jake. I think we just pull the fire alarm. Wow. 
careful too. Uh, one problem: mm-hmm. we have bird claws <laughs> and no clothes. <laughs> Zero clothes. Just your we just spandex. we we gotta get in there, and you know you gotta spend money to make money. <laughs> Yeah. Keep going with that metaphor. Okay, I didn't think that far in the plan, uh-huh. Jake. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're here for. All I'm right. not the plan guy. You're the plan guy. Figure it out. Hey, guys, there's a pack sun in this uh, in this strip mall. Hang on. Oh, my God. I got an alternative to that plan. Mm-hmm. There's a wiring system that connects the fire alarm to the sprinklers, right? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do girls hate when they dress nice? Right? <laughs> I'm not old enough to understand that joke, Jake. <laughs> oh, I'd like to amend that pack sun with hot topic. There we oh, go. Yes. Okay, sorry. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get into this movie theater. We're gonna screw with the fire system so the sprinkles get started. Everyone gets out. Okay, I am ordering lobster on my date tonight though. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Actually, uh, no, then he thinks back to the lobster adventure. Actually, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a role to unleash powers or like directly a so engage a threat, but um, so you're you're, you're still birds in the air right now, right? Yeah, I, I think honestly, do you want to assess is... the situation? Yeah, yeah. Do we both want to do that? Um, or just one of us? Jake, go first. Okay. If you fail at assessing the situation, I think Marco could try to use his influence. I'm rolling like a champ today, y'all. You're rolling like Big Jake. Eight. Uh, Do you have superior to add to that? Nope. I have zero superior. Great. So you got an eight. Um, So I get to choose one. You take a plus one while acting on the answers. Oh. Well, I mean, that's what we're going to do. Or ask one. You could ask, yeah. what What here can I use to trigger the sprinklers? What here can I use to trigger the sprinklers? You actually see uh, a control box on the roof. I would say Ooh. unleash your powers because it allows you to reshape your environment. What power? I guess if you can tell me how you unleash your powers, you could do that instead. I mean, I feel like. Or that too. Uh, no, I would say defend. Technically, we are defending innocent people right yeah. now. And, like, the potential, like, uh, problems for that are uh, they expose themselves uh, to cost. So, like, that could be like, hey, we make the role to try and help these people, but it goes pear shaped. And that's. Yeah. I think that's it. So. Scratch that. Assess the situation rule. Um, well, no, I mean we can it, still get. I'll, okay, yeah, I'll still give sure, you sure. that answer. You can now. You she can has a plus one to doing that because she right. assessed that situation. Yeah, there, there's like a maintenance thing on the roof where there's obviously some controls, but the boys are also on the roof right now. Right. Uh, there's a big sign on it that says "Do not pull this." It sets off the fire alarm. Not quite. <laughs> but Do not close. pull this. It moves the plot forward. <laughs> 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 the plot. This pl- plot lever. It's just called the plot lever. Plot lever. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to need a distraction while I make that lever happen. Your boy Marco is good for distractions. Um, Tobias, help him out, please. Marco is just going to uh, go and steal the sunglasses off of the boy band member who made him carry all that luggage. I'm so happy. Okay. Oh, 
Because um, I am a team. Because <laughs> you have chosen. <laughs> because you have chosen that it's going to be difficult to morph back. That teen lashes out and punches you and breaks your wing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So yeah. So he swoops. So yeah. Down. Marco swoops down on the on this boy band mm-hmm. person. Uh, he has a pair of Oakleys, which mm-hmm. are really hot commodity in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like. It, it's not quite like he realizes he's coming in too hot, and like if he doesn't slow down, he's just going to like talon this dude's face, and that's not exactly what he wanted. So like he tries to slow down, and in flapping and slowing down, uh, he slows down too much. He does grab the sunglasses, though. I am <laughs> taking the sunglasses from this guy, but um, exactly <laughs> what you said, yeah. he gets punched, and his wing is injured. Um, and like I think there are a bunch of screaming girls, but. If there well, the are... girls are all the way down on the ground in front of the theater. There's just oh, that's right, that's right. So they you're on the roof helicopter. right now. Uh, oh, I think. Wait, there's a hel- there's no helipad on this. There is that now, Fred. <laughs> the year's built. Welcome to my world. This one there's a awesome. helipad on okay, top of okay. this movie theater. Okay, so yeah, then uh, there like there've got to be like whoever whoever is a controller in this situation is going to be known very like easily because. They're gonna make a big deal about an animal coming and no, like, they're gonna yell the Andalite bandits. Yeah, that's what happens. I don't think they would yell. Well, they might. They, are, they, they almost they're always in the books. They just immediately scream no, and they're like, "Oh, we got a hand." Uh, wait. oh yeah, Palomi. Uh, I don't you know. I have sharp eyes. It's not necessarily like extra good hearing, but maybe I see someone like Andalite bandits like sure. mouth it out. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so you've you you're punched. You are floundering and you're trying to flap away from this group of people because they're all freaking out right now, staring at this crazy bird who just flew at them and stole some f- sunglasses. I want like, to say a good word for boy. this dude who just hauled off and punched a bird in the face. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty metal. I told you about the time I maced a bird on accident. What? <laughs> I'll tell uh, that story we'll afterwards. Later, yeah. I think what you that see with your story. sharp, sharp eyes and... Uh, you see one of the bodyguards reach into their jacket and the sun hits it just right. There's a Draken beam strapped to the side of his body. Oh, shit. Yo, Jake, I hate this band. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Their music sucks and they punch birds. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Marco is is like mouthing off in Jake's mind. Time is slowing down for you, boy. (laughs) Um, God, okay. So it's a Sophie's choice at this point. Like, do I go for the lever or do I go for... Well, no, we have Tobias. Tobias is here. Tobias is here. Tobias has been quiet, but searching and... I think I, I like, thought scream Dracon Beam. And then in that moment, I, like, claw the the lever and then, like, flap it. Back as far as I can and I try think, to like pull it. Down. I think we're gonna do a simultaneous maneuver. Okay. Uh, you you told Tobias there's a Draken beam. Yes. Uh, Tobias is going to. He's got a move. He's got air support. Tobias appears out of nowhere at a crucial moment. Oh, well, fucking clutch. spend team. So it, that was we're spending mm-hmm. one team token for mm-hmm. Tobias to appear out of nowhere. Provide air support. So Tobias is going to take a dive. Do I need to? I don't need to roll for that. Mm, so that's a no, move, right? That's yep. just a move. Uh, Tobias appears out of nowhere, takes a dive, and the gentleman with the Draken beam in his jacket 
gets a nice big scratch mm. up the side of his face, across one of his eyes, and up across his scalp, and he's uh, yeah. bleeding Tobias. profusely. Yep. He classically moves to the eyes. He loves to take he them loves eyes. messing up eyes. He's eyeballs. got a big old necklace back home. Loves those gelatinous <laughs> marbles. <laughs> <laughs> the boy band is like, we just watched the birds last night. This is dramatic. <laughs> Hate the it's birds. happening! It's happening! I hate the birds almost as much as I hate that kid! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Jake, you are going to take a dive trying to flip that switch. So that's I'm going to have you... Defend. Def- defend or directly, directly engage? engage? I think this is I, directly switch. engage. Yeah. I really think this is defend. I think this is defend because he's not engaging a threat. The switch yeah. is not a threat. The switch is not a threat. A situation. Yeah, but, the, but... Oh, unleash your powers. Because... Like it's this bird going full sure, bird. Like again, the, the, what, we got to think about how what is going to go wrong if he doesn't mm, roll good correctly. Point, good point, good point. Um, so the reason I would say directly engage is because one of the options here is to create an opportunity for your allies. Okay, but what happens if it goes wrong? Like the, for directly engage a threat, like it is not. You are defending a crowd of people below. If this mm. if this alarm like gets set off, those people are going to. Uh, like not get turned into. Okay. Yeah, I really think it's yep, that's defend makes sense. And guess what? I have like three in savior, so yeah, hell yeah, time to roll double ones. Fog them up. Seven, five, ten. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Boom! Yeah. Big Jake, big Jake in the house. <laughs> all right. So what? All right. <laughs> I can add a team to the pool. You should add a team to the pool. Yeah, we need more team. Yeah. Wait. Take an influence over someone you protect. Or clear a condition. Or clear I don't think condition. you have any conditions, and I don't think we need more influence now. We need more reroll stuff. We definitely we need, need more team stuff. From, yeah. Keep in mind also when we like directly engage as a team, we do get two added to our yeah, pool. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Well, I mean, we're not a team right now. Right. Great. Cool. So we we're I'm I'm using defend to add a, something to our team pool. Great. So you successfully hit that switch. Flip that switch. And a horrific alarm begins to go off, and your sensitive bird senses are in an incredible amount of pain. Absolutely. Uh, Sprinklers are going off indoors, and now you have screaming girls to top it off. Fantastic. Uh, The boys on the roof immediately say, screw this, and get back on the helicopter. They drag the gentleman who's been messed up into the helicopter, and it begins to take off. But now we know who's a controller in their group, which is the point. Mm-hmm. But your boy Marco needs to mar- morph back. Yeah. It is approaching time, and you don't have the option. Does Tobias have the little BB watch on his talons? He's gotten pretty good at telling time. He's got, yeah, I mean, after telling okay. time for so long, he's pretty sure gotcha. yeah. y'all have been in morph. All right. So well, then I, I think uh, we definitely stay behind and do some more roof morphing. Great. Well, We're demorphing is, in this instance. Is anyone, are there any controllers coming to the roof? Like, to get, like, these. Just find a different roof. It's not that bad, right? Well, Marco I mean, is injured. Marco. Yeah, he's very injured. Can't really fly. I think, um, I think Marco, like, sort of hops over um, the side of the building and dives down to a dumpster. Mm. Um, mm. And he's going to morph there. Yeah, the that makes sense. He's definitely having a very hard time because he's in a lot of pain. Oh, absolutely. Like this yeah. is this is a really really tough decision and like it's the sort of thing where Jake has to fly away to the other roof and Marco's like just go on without me, man. I got this. Uh Tobias 
hangs out in the air and surveys the area where Marco ends up because there are so many girls running around. Mm -hmm. He wants to make sure that you don't get spied. So Jake flaps off to demorph at the barn, I guess. Or uh, no, you're at you're pretty much near time. You guys so, have been fooling around following this helicopter, so you need to demorph. Okay, I mean, so by the time all of you are demorphed and Marco makes it out and is just trying to breathe I in see. this dumpster, okay, that chopper. Tobias is long and Jake gone. have to like yeah. demorph and remorph and then leave. Do Marco we think behind. there should this should provoke a condition on Mark's Marco's part? Marco's mm. already angry. He could be guilty, insecure. Or afraid. Makes you know sense what? to me. What if Marco this. sees this as him hauling off and doing that uh, sunglass thing? Mm-hmm. Might be exactly what he chewed Rachel out for, so he feels yeah, guilty about I it. Do. Exactly. I feel exactly We did guilty. good, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Nice. All right. Worried. That helicopter is unfortunately long gone now because you were so worried about supervising yourself. Shit. And, like, making sure that you didn't get spotted. In Crap. true Animorphs fashion. Didn't really succeed. <laughs> nope. Always barely succeeded. So we're back at the barn now. Now we yes. learned a couple things. A, that band sucks. B, at least one controller. And C, they are not controllers yet. Hey, Car Seat Headrest is a pretty okay band. No, disagree. Hard disagree. We're going to talk about this. They're No, they're terrible people, Cassie. They punch birds. They punched Marco. Birds. Car Seat Headrest is a real band. Okay, you're right. You're right. You should not punch an animal. <laughs> Fuck, it is, isn't it? Damn it. Carsey Edwards is, this oh is Car Crash Dinosaur Museum. Right. A band name that is 100 million times better than Car Seat Headrest. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, one and only right. member but of Car Seat Headrest. 100 million times worse Tobias. than the actual band. Anyway, sorry. No worries. Yeah, uh, that, that, car Seat Headrest does not punch birds. Yeah. So that's a huge Tobias pipes in from the rafters of the barn saying, I, look, I know we spied one guy with a Draken beam, but if those are the the people supervising the band, I don't know that I'm 100% sure that the band isn't controllers. If they can easily hide a Draken beam in a suit jacket, like how easy is it for them to spy that and be like, yo, what's that? I, You know, I these guys did not strike me as particularly smart and you're right they could be controllers we don't need to assume that they're not controllers but based on the interactions that jake and i had with them they if they are controllers the yurks are very very good at what they do you know in our experience like they don't sort of react to things that most people would react to i mean that's a really good point tobias did you see anyone else that didn't react by flailing at marco I mean, I feel like I would ask that I'm going to use big picture as a move again. Okay. Uh, Jake can ask DM for crucial info without Ooh, cool. rolling. Okay. Can we? Can you clarify the question? So, so basically, Marco basically just said that, like, if you're a controller, you don't react normally to a bird just dropping out of the sky. And we didn't describe how the band reacted. You're right. That's Ru- true. But, I mean... That's why she's asking now. She noticed everything. Right. Well, they, they reacted by punching. <laughs> right. I mean, at least one of them flailed. Yes. And that you would deem a normal human response to a bird coming out I of the I would sky. deem that any kind of normal okay. response. You just got a bird in your face. They like, did not what? drop everything that they were doing to subdue the Andalite mm-hmm. bandits. Right. They got on a helicopter and ran away. This was a very instantaneous moment. 
This was very quick. Okay, so I think the important b- bit of information from the scene is, are they controllers or are they not? So we're trying to determine whether or not they're controllers, and we're trying to play the scene back to figure that out. If we get a hint that they are controllers or something like that, we should just clarify that right now, because otherwise, like, like that's what we need to move forward in the story. Basically. Right. So what can we do to determine that conclusively from where we are right now? I, I, I don't know. Speaking story-wise, it seems like it's stacked up a lot that they're not controllers. Yeah. And it does actually give us stakes to now we also have to work to make sure that they don't end up as controllers. Okay. Even though we don't like, some of us don't like these people, some of us do, and they're people. We can't let them get controlled. I trust Marco's read on people. He's a good reader of people. Cool. All right. Uh, so we're all in the barn. We're doing um, like debrief basically mm-hmm. on this. And then mm-hmm. we need to do the dinner, right? Yep. Yeah. That's the next move. Cool. Cool. Smash cut. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to... Oh, we, we can smash cut. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, We're in Rachel's house. <laughs> Tobias and Axe <laughs> Oh, Tob- no. Tobias is perched on her desk, and Axe has arrived to be dressed. He brought the bag of denim, uh, but it is Rachel's final say exactly what he looks like, because Cassie is trying to get ready herself. Also, she needs to do his makeup and his earrings and all that. Yes. Um, yes. So you, you're you're doing his makeup, you're dressing him, put it, putting some clip-on, the best pair of clip-on earrings they bought at the store. $30. Um. Yes. In the would, 90s, yeah. That's... I would like to make one request, is mm-hmm. that you change your mind at the last minute and give him that that plunging V-neck t-shirt instead of a denim. Like, yeah. maybe he's got the <laughs> denim shirt over it, just, like, open yeah. and, like, cuffed up to the to the forearm. No, it's, it's definitely a Canadian tuxedo with a deep V-shirt, for sure. Yes. Uh, Thank I you. Turn to, I turn to Rachel and I say, you want me to wear both of these garments? Yes. It's going to look one great. Provide me, super in right now. Will one provide me with more armor against a potential foe? Um, you'll deflect their disdain with your cool factor. Cool factor. I believe I have seen that program. <laughs> great. Uh, Rachel, can you, can you give me the full look and what kind of makeup you did on Axe? And then we're going to go ahead and smash cut to everybody on their way. Or meeting somewhere right before they go to the restaurant. I think it yeah, should be so done what, as a reveal what shoes... at the restaurant. Oh, a reveal at the restaurant. Oh, I like yeah. that too. But Maddie should okay, still yeah. describe it. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So Matt, oh, yeah. can you can you describe it, and then Axe can describe the way he walks in. Yes. So I feel like Marco is waiting in front of the restaurant, mm-hmm. and like. I, I think, like, rounding the corner is Axe showing up. Do we need to morph as these, or is that off screen? As the seeing eye do, dog? Yeah, do I oh, need to yeah, no, so we're gonna, we're gonna, like, <clears throat> alright, how do you guys want to approach the restaurant? You've got two people morphing, right? Yeah, I think that Marco is there. I need to morph too, right? You, you do need to morph. Yeah. Well, you're going to morph and go to Rachel's and then go immediately to the, the restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. Marco is there first, I think, right? And Marco's Absolutely. there with us. We met, we met with him, and then we morphed. And then, God, this is a bad Animorphs plan. <laughs> it's the perfect Animorphs plan. It's a bad everybody else plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like the way this plays out is Marco grabs, like, uh, Marco's dad 
drops him, Jake, and Cassie off at this, like, mm-hmm. I-, I don't know if it's a strip mall or whatever, mm-hmm. but close so to this restaurant. Big fancy restaurant. <laughs> and we all thank Marco's dad and get out of the car. And as soon as, like, he drives off, we're waving him off. We duck into a back alley <laughs> with all of this weird-ass equipment. Jake morphs, uh, Jake morphs his dog. He morphs Homer. Uh, Cassie morphs the flea, jumps onto Jake. Um, and then I think Marco is the one who harnesses him up into, like, the service dog mm-hmm. gear. Which Cassie right. has gotten. I need so the morphers to roll morph. Nice. Eleven. Beautiful. Twelve. Oh, wow. Morphs. Oh, Beautiful. morphs. Flyless. Yeah. Fleeless? Yeah. So Cassie morphs and um, she like, again, she's very good at this, but like turning into a flea is never a pretty thing. So like if I'm remembering <laughs> fleas correctly, I'm not going <laughs> to look it up. Tell me how she can make it actually not the worst so because she's first, so good at like, this. They're terrifying. Uh, God. What if she just morphs... Changes size first, and then you don't even see the flea she, part. She begins shrinking, and there are like there are less pops of that because like she kind of like her legs become like a kind of a mush that her she bends forward into, oh, God. and she kind of like squashes into a oh, flat disc as she's shrinking. Much better, and there, <laughs> right, and there is as it's happening, it's a much more liquidy sounds instead of crunches and pops, ooh, and ooh. there is a um her jaw kind of splits down the middle and comes up and around as like the paint's yours. Oh boy. And then each little finger as they're going down kind of like bend further and further and further until they each become tiny little legs. Oh. And that's that's the that's best she better. could do. She <laughs> could do. Boy. Great. Insect morphs everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. Now the dog. We don't have to, we don't have to do the dog. Jake's okay. already morphed once, once per morph session. Okay. Uh, but you both rolled great. Make sure you write down three mm-hmm. holds, three good things. Three good things you can do. Do I need to morph Philip? Roll to morph Philip. Um, oh, yeah. You can go ahead. And should I or should it yeah, just be a... do okay. it. Okay. I rolled a nine. <laughs> Wait, what do I get on a nine for morphing? Uh, hold two, choose one condition. Okay. Uh... I mean, the condition, again, is that I can't control how much I love food. Great. <laughs> Perfect. But what should the hold twos be? Because, like, I'm just a human. It doesn't work the same way for me because I'm not morphing an animal. Um, you're dashing good looks. Oh, yeah. I'm very. Yeah. I mean, you're like, I look, you're, you have I'm a beautiful. very really striking face. looking right now. But, like, in a good you way. You've got that sphere uh, of handsomeness. Let's see. What else do you have, though? Like. You're finally really good at walking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Plus one to coordination. Yeah, there it is. I like that. Staying alive, playing in the background as yeah. you walk into the Okay, so now do I need <laughs> to... Is it stay alive? Now Rachel it? needs to describe the outfit and I need to describe walking in, right? Oh, yes, please. Makeup. Oh, makeup. Oh, tell me what his makeup looks like. Okay. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Uh, it. There's definitely glitter eyeshadow involved. Yes. Is it the, like, um, creamy silver kind that was really yes. popular in the 90s? Like, the metallic Absolutely. shit? Absolutely. Yeah, mm. the metallic shit. Um, and, like, a, like a weird, like, brownie, peachy, like, blush. Like, not pink. Like, the weird colors that they would use. Yes. <laughs> um, 
And his eyebrows are absolutely not filled because this is the 90s. And he's he's got, like, a little bit of, like, a BB cream foundation that is, like, slightly lighter than his skin tone. Aww. Kids. (laughs) Sweet babes. And and his hair is, like, gelled back or held held back with a couple of butterfly clips. With the addition of a single Superman curl on his forehead. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I have those clip-on earrings. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, Love it. So now I'm walking in? Yes. Um, Rachel helped me, me by applying several clays to my face. Once she was finished patting my face down, I exited from the human motor vehicle and walked towards the restaurant. I use both of my human feet. Humans only have two feet, and yet they are <laughs> excellent at walking on them. I have rarely, if ever, seen them fall down. This time, I did not fall down. Instead, I walked directly to Marco. I presented him with a rose and said, Hello, I am here for our social engagement. He stared at me. Marco puts his hands on his head. Marco, I'm going to point out, uh, dressed up for this date, uh, he has some nice dark wash jeans. Oh, yeah. Um, Are you okay, Paloma? He is wearing a button-down black shirt uh, with silver striping on it. Um, And it's 90s, so it's like all big, loose style. Um, And his hair has some product in it. Um, but like when he sees Axe, his eyes go huge and he puts his hands on his head and he just like says to Axe, like kind of under his breath, what did those girls do to you? They put product in my hair. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. We're going to attract so much attention. What is wrong with them? He grabs the rose and he like, he still like has the rose with him as he like walks over to. Where is my plant, Marco? I think uh, because Jake's in the dog morph, he's already in a great mood. <laughs> so over thought speak is this very low, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Homer, take me, take me to the uh, to the host already. He like really happily, uh, he really happily just waltzes up to the hostess counter and takes a seat like a good boy. Good afternoon. Table for? Table for two. I'm here with a beautiful woman. Two and a- So I've been told. Two and a dog, I say, smiling broadly. Oh, is that a service animal? It is a service animal. Oh, he's very cute. Uh, can you can you just sit over there for a few minutes? We we got. I about cannot a see where 15. you just pointed. Miss. Your part, your friend here certainly can. Okay. Uh, can you just? <laughs> we need about fifteen minutes to clear a table for you. Fifteen minutes to clear a table. Yeah. All right. Oh no, <laughs> that's <laughs> eating away at our time. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all just come on. I sit. Uh, I sit down next to Marco and I say, Marco. This restaurant has its own plants already. And I point at the vases that are on the table. You could just get one of those for me. I just have a quick side note. Plants have DNA. And I don't know why they've never morphed a plant. Well, you know what's happening this episode. (laughs) I imagine morphing a plant would be horrifying. No, so the problem is, the problem is, like, if it doesn't have any instincts or any brain, you could just get stuck. Oh, you're right. That was the thing with the caterpillars. has, Has instincts and stuff, right? No, reflexes. It has reflexes, Mm -hmm. but not insects. I don't know anything about anything. Plants, yeah, no, Prax is right. They don't really have a brain or a consciousness Mm. to speak of, so they can't make, like, Like complex decisions. Like, they nearly got stuck in an ant, so. Mm -hmm. So, So, uh, 
there's no nervous system. Right. So Rachel and Melissa are now approaching the front door and the hostess. Can they? Can they have? I smile broadly at Rachel. Can they have what? Rented a limo. Absolutely. Where's this yeah. money coming from? <laughs> Rachel's oh, mom's uh, a lawyer. It's part of provided. Oh, yeah, it's part yeah, of the contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah it's part of the. It's part of the contest. They. They all. Yeah. Also, Rachel indiscriminately uses her mother's credit yeah. card, yeah. and nobody asks <laughs> questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they walk Definitely. in and give their names, and the hostess says, "Oh my gosh, you won the contest! I'm so excited for you. Come on with me. We've got a room in the back." Marco, should we not Thank sit with you our so friends? Much. Come on, Melissa. Oh, that's part of the plan, buddy. I'm going to loud thought speak at Jake and Marco. I'm going to make a jump for it. Or, and X. I'm going to jump as a flea to them. Why? C- no. T- to be in it's the Cassie, no. It's too far. Cassie, oh, no. Yeah. Calling it now. Uh, so <laughs> the, the hostess yes, yes. begins to lead them towards the back of the restaurant. It is kind of like a little alcove, but it's not completely cut off from the rest of the restaurant. Uh, so it is still oh, actually, within we sight. we need Cassie to do that. Do we? Think of it. Yeah, to be close. Yeah, because we don't have a thought speak to connection to their party right now. Oh. Jake, I mean, Jake can walk, like, lead Marco by the table so that Cassie can oh, jump yeah. off. Like a service yeah. dog. That'll be totally yeah. unobtrusive. So they're, they're walked back and seated at a table, and she said, don't you worry, they'll be here shortly. Um, is there like a pro- wait? Are they going to a private room or are they? At, no, are they- they're they're at a table, kind of in a corner. It's, it's a, a big, nice, fancy it's a big table. booth. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's separated from like it's got space from the other tables, but it's still uh, okay. within view. Um, just a moment after she says that, the entourage begins to filter through the doors. Dudes in jackets come in, they stand inside the door, and the boys filter in. Is there like a slow motion bishy sparkle thing going on? Oh, yes. Fantastic. (laughs) They flip their hair and stroll their way through the restaurant and get to the table and say... Hey, ladies. So I, I feel like because Jake is a dog right now, he's very emotions on the sleeve. And as soon as these kids walk in, he, there's like a low growl that Marco has to just like. <laughs> hey, <laughs> watch it. You're going to appear like the low rent service dog you are. <laughs> um. So the boys take their seats and less than a moment later seconds after they've connected butt to seat their uh their manager walks through the door oh. and it's a man that you recognize <laughs> and you immediately know you hear Tobias from outside hollering in saying guys I'm pretty sure I just saw Visser Three's human morph walk into your restaurant. What's the plan, Jake? Uh, Axe immediately grabs uh, a knife off of the table. Oh, buddy! And, and Marco uh, grabs his hand <laughs> and like pulls him to the middle of You're the table. You're not even at a table. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, yeah. we're not. So he's right next to us. So yeah. He's, so I think he's like Axe like feet away. stands up to like <laughs> yeah rush and attack him and like marco immediately grabs his shoulder and plants him down 
Is there any way we can make that into a forced, into like a kiss? No, there's not. (laughs) (laughs) There's not. I mean, I was going to make it an intimate thing if we were at the table, but like literally, I don't see a way that we could. Maybe he grabs him. It could have turned into like a hand holding at the table. Say, Riley, you were asking the right questions. (laughs) You are asking exactly the right. I am here for the right reasons. So, so Visser three walks into the restaurant, snaps his fingers, and the gentlemen in black follow him, and they're escorted to a booth that is immediately next to where the band is sitting with Rachel and Melissa. Okay. Uh, I think Jake gives out a general order to, like, sit tight and just see how this plays out, because doing anything right now does not seem like a wise idea. Yes. Uh, boy, you have to make awkward conversation with his band now. (laughs) Hey, hey. Yeah. (laughs) What do you want to ask them? Who are you making eyes at? Um, I mean, I'm obviously making eyes at Darcy, uh, who... (laughs) Kinda, if you squint, is, like, a decent, like, a decent, like, he's, like, a an, an older, prettier Tobias, maybe. Would you say he has Aquellian features? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Rachel knows this is a trap, pretty much, but, like, is trying to figure out where the trap is and has no idea, and is also super starstruck by this uh, band. So yeah, I think, I, I think she's very caught up in the fact that she's sitting with one of her favorite bands and gets to be with them for a period of time, and it's just so impactful to her that maybe she's not thinking entirely clearly. She's aware of her surroundings, but she is so caught up in yeah. this moment that she's not... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the yeah. back of her head. Um, so she's going to twirl... Twirl some hair like teenage girls do, and uh, Great. ask them about. Uh, well, aimed at Darcy, I guess. Ask them about um, the tour and how they're liking Insert City and all of that. <laughs> Great. Uh, while that's happening, what's the plan? Are we being seated right now? You are finally being seated. You're so, about five tables away. Uh, I. By way of making conversation, I look directly at Marco and say, uh, they said it would be 15 of our minutes, but it's only been 12. You know, uh, people, what luck. people aren't always as exact in uh, the way they speak. Uh, another thing that I've noticed is that they let us into the restaurant, which means this is probably not a private engagement. They're just holding this meeting out in public, mm-hmm. which means that if stuff goes down here, they're probably not going to pull out Drake on me. That's uh. probably true. <laughs> you say in thought speak, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> the dog talks. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that's probably Drake on me. Yeah, because he can't say that in thought speak because he's people. <laughs> no, no, I meant uh, Jake's. Oh, oh, Jake, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Marco's so, just muttering. I Marco's, yeah, Marco's just being <laughs> under his breath. Yeah. So, so if I understand the situation, you guys have a goal of trying to free these boys mm-hmm. from the situation. Is that correct? Yeah. What, what's what are you, what is your goal here right now? We got to figure out because what you want to do. We're in the restaurant. Hang on, wait a second. If this is a public meeting of any kind Mm -hmm. then if anything they're negotiating something i don't think there's going to they're not in an immediate danger of becoming controllers i think if they if they're here for a concert they must be here on tour right um my 
theory, if we're peeling back the curtains, my theory is, and we can actually cut to like Marco, like in a prep situation, yep. before, mm-hmm. like in their meetup. So what I think is going on here, they're here on tour, right? That means that they've got somebody, and we already know that like their manager or whatever is a controller, but that manager or whatever must be one of the only people, a, a part of their detail in the record company or whatever, that is actually a controller. And if they're not controlled yet, that means their one shot to do it is here. All the Yerk pools are here. So if we can delay these boys getting Yerked, then they're not going to get Yerked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all we have to do is figure out a way to run them out of town. Cool. And we can like run that. people out of town by giving them awful, awful experiences at a restaurant. That's our show for this week, Heroes. If you've been enjoying our episodes, don't forget to hit us with an iTunes review so our adventuring party can grow. Adventure shares the one-shot network with a plethora of amazing shows like Backstory. Backstory is an ongoing series of interviews with some of the most compelling voices in the RPG and LARP community. Designers, organizers, scholars, and other fascinating folks join your host, Alex Roberts, for a deep dive into their current projects and visions for the future of role-playing. Check it out every other Thursday at OneShotPodcast.com. See you next time, heroes! Heroes!